This is episode 124 of the Beyond the Food Show. And today we're going to talk emotional hunger versus physical hunger. And I'm going to share with you eight signs that will make it easy for you to know what is what and at the end, a solution to dissolve emotional hunger. Ready? Let's do this. My name is Stephanie Dodier, clinical nutritionist. I reversed my diagnosis of anxiety, depression, adrenal fatigue, and obesity by going beyond the food. I can tell you one thing, that willpower, discipline, and deprivation aren't the permanent solution to transforming your relationship to food. So how do you leave overeating, emotional eating, food craving, and binging behind you so you have the food freedom to achieve all of your goal and be happy now? As a top 25 alternative health podcast in the world, this is the Beyond the Food Show. Hey ladies, this is Stephanie Todier. In today's episode, it's emotional hunger versus physical hunger, an eight sign that will allow you to know the difference between the two. And it's actually a question that was presented to me over the weekend. I was teaching a retreat with a group of women, about 36 women in Spain, and they were at the beginning of their journey with their relationship to food. And for them, as well as for me a few years ago, that was an evident to understand the difference between emotional hunger and physical hunger. Is it for you? Do you clearly are able to tell the difference? Now, I wrote a complete guide on that. It's called the Crave Cure Guide. It's totally available. It's free. You can go to the show note of this podcast at stephaniedozy.com slash 124 and get the free guide that's going to deep dive into each element. But I thought I would do a kind of a basic episode that you can refer to as you are more challenged with making the difference with the two. And I came up with those eight signs, like I said, six years ago when my journey began, because what I realized is that the weight loss industry way, 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 way back when I was 15 years old, I remember on my first diet with Weight Watcher, I still have the mental picture in my head of that older lady standing behind the scale and looking at me and telling me, you cannot trust your hunger. You got to eat all the time, every two, three hours, a little low fat snack back in the days. So you never get hungry because you cannot trust when you get hungry, how you're going to react. And it's probably one of the wait days, you know, how you get to Weight Watcher, you get weighted at the beginning of the session that I didn't lose any weight. And she was giving me a lesson as a young little girl on how to diet properly. And that was the trick. Never let yourself be hungry. And what happened consequently to that is for the last 20 years until I got like I said, six years ago at 36, when I discovered that hunger wasn't to be feared, I disconnected from feeling my hunger. So when I landed at 36, I didn't know the difference between emotional eating and physical eating, like physical hunger. So I had to go back and start studying the difference between the two so I can understand what my body was trying to tell me. Does it need nourishment 
or does it need emotional nourishment? What is the difference between the two? And that's the eight signs we're going to go through today together. And at the end, I'm going to share with you a formula, my secret formula to dissolve emotional eating 80% of the time. And it works. It works with all my students. It works with me. And I bet you it's going to work with you too. So let's get started into looking at the eight sign that makes emotional hunger different than physical hunger. Now, physical hunger is the body requiring nourishment, fuel, nutrition, macronutrients. It's that physical hunger where you actually need to put food in your mouth so you can nourish your body. That's what I consider or name physical hunger here. Emotional hunger is what I call emotional cravings, stress eating, when we are hungry, but not physically hungry. That's what I call emotional hunger. So anytime you desire to eat, that is not physical hunger. That's what we categorize as emotional hunger. So what we're going to do is we're going to dive into emotional hunger and eight signs of emotional hunger. And pretty much physical hunger is the opposite of those eight signs. So let's start with number one. Emotional hunger is sudden. It's like it strike you in the back of the head with a baseball bat. You're doing something, let's say you at work, doing work on your computer, and all of a sudden, boom, you're craving chocolate, chips, sandwich, whatever, right? Sugar. You're craving food from not craving to craving, right? Within literally seconds or minute, you are wanting food. Physical hunger, on the other hand, is a slow build, right? Your body needs fuel. It's not from one minute to the other. You're gradually starting to feel hungry and hungrier, right? It builds. Sign number two of emotional hunger It is food specific. Like as you automatically or suddenly, should I rather say, become hungry, you're craving one thing. You are thinking about chocolate, chips, snack foods, drink, Pepsi, Coke, whatever it is. You're becoming suddenly obsessed about that one food. That is emotional hunger. On the other hand, physical hunger is slow built and it's not food specific. You're just hungry. Sign number three of emotional hunger, it's obsessive. Like it gets into your head and you cannot get it out. So if you're back at work again, all of a sudden you get hungry In my case, it was chips. All of a sudden, you're obsessing about chips. You're having a hard time focusing on the task at hand because you're thinking, oh my God, I want chips. How am I going to get chips? Which one would be the best? And you're consumed by the thoughts of having chips. Now, on the other hand, physical hunger is not obsessive. It's not taking all over your mind. It's physical At some point, you're going to actually start feeling hunger in your tummy. Sign number four of emotional hunger. It comes with an upsetting emotion. 
Now that takes a little bit of self-awareness for you to know that this type of anger or this moment of anger comes with an upsetting emotion. But if you can look back, you will clearly know that it came with some type of upsetting emotion. We'll go back to the example of you being at your computer at work, you're typing an email and all of a sudden an email come into your inbox, you open it and you see it's an email from your boss requesting you to be in his office in an hour to explain a problem. And all of a sudden you're starting to obsess about chips. You can't get it out of your head. You're starting to strategize how you're going to go get chips. And it came with that stressful email from your boss. Now, on the whole other end of that, a physical hunger does not come with any type of emotion. It just flows through your body and you aren't obsessed about it. You aren't matching that with any type of emotion. It just physically hungry and you start feeling it into your body. Sign number five, that it is an emotional hunger. It's urgent. It's not like, hmm, I can wait another hour before getting chips. No, 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 no. When you're emotionally hungry, it got to happen in the next few seconds and maybe minutes. But you're not delaying that for another hour. When you are physically hungry, let's say you're back at work in front of your computer and all of a sudden you start feeling your tummy and you start physically be hungry, you can say to yourself, huh, it's 1130, I can hold on another hour and then I can go with my friend. And then you carry on working and you're not obsessed about it. That's physical hunger. Sign number six of emotional hunger. When you do get to eat, it's absolutely absent-minded eating. Often done solo. Meaning that when you are emotionally eating, you are eating and you're not present with your food. Like that's the kind of eating where you ate three quarters of the chocolate bar and then you realize you just feeling finish eating the three quarter of a chocolate bar or three quarter of the potato chips bag. You're not there. You're in a trance. What you're really doing is numbing your emotion while you're eating. And to do that, you cannot be present with the food. On the other hand, physical hunger, when you get to eat, you're present with your food. It's the moment where you're actually tasting your food, where you're actually enjoying the present moment with the food. Now, another cardinal sign of emotional eating, number seven, you do not stop eating when you're full. When you're emotional, when you're emotionally eating and you get to eat emotionally, you just get through the food and you don't stop when you're full because you're eating too fast. There's no time for the satiety feeling to come to your brain because you went through that entire bag of chips in less than five minutes or that chocolate bar or that pizza, whatever you're emotionally eating on or even that banana, right? You're getting through it absent-minded. You're not present and you're just chugging down the food, emotional eating, which includes also binge eating, right? Binge session are part or a subcategory of emotional eating. On the other hand, when you're physically hungry, because you're not such an urgent setting, you get to taste your food and you stop when you're full. 
because you feel full. You're like, okay, I'm done. And I can move on now to the next task, which brings me to the last sign of emotional eating is guilt. When you get to eat emotionally, you have that bag of chips, that pizza, that banana, whatever it is for you, you feel guilt afterwards. There is that cycle of shame and guilt that comes at the aftermath of emotional eating. So if you're not sure what's going on, if you're emotionally eating or physically eating, and if you feel guilty at the end, it wasn't physical hunger because physical hunger has no guilt associated with it. So there you have it. These are the eight signs of emotional hunger versus physical hunger. My challenge to you is for you to learn those signs. So when you are feeling that hunger, because I want you to start connecting with your hunger again, you shouldn't be like I was afraid of being hungry. That is the diet culture that got us to that place of fearing our hunger. We can't go on like that, ladies. We have to be able to feel our hunger and we have to trust ourselves. We are fully functional human beings who are able to deal, and I don't want to use control, but to feel our hunger and make the best choice possible. But for that, we need A, to connect with our hunger, and then two, determine if it's emotional hunger. Do we need to suit ourselves other ways than with food? Or do we need to put nutrition in our body? And that brings me to the tool that I teach all of my students in any one of my program on how to dissolve emotional eating. Because we A, need to connect with our body to fill our hunger. And then B, we need to differentiate the two and then make different choices. Because emotional hunger will never be satisfied with food. What your body is really seeking is soothing, comfort, is an emotion. And we have this association in our brain that we can seek, suit our emotion with food, but it's just a programming. We're going to take a quick break from our chat to give a shout out to our show sponsor, Health IQ. And I am so excited to be partnering with them and bringing you forward an innovative insurance company for the American listener. Health IQ helps health conscious people like yogis, runners, cyclists, weightlifters to get lower rate on their life insurance. Just like you save money on your car insurance for being a good driver, Health IQ saves you money on life insurance for living a health conscious lifestyle. Isn't it time that we get rewarded for our good health choices? Now, how do you get started? Very simply by qualifying through the health IQ quizzes. And also, listen to this, if you submit actual training data through the various apps available, you can save additional dollars. To get started now, simply go to stephaniedodzie.com forward slash health IQ and take the test to see if you qualify. And when you get to speak to an agent, mention the code beyond the food to support the show. So get started now on saving money on your life insurance. 
Now a shout out to our other show sponsor, Muse. And I'm very grateful to team up with Muse to bring you the first tool in the world to help you learn to meditate at home. Muse is a wearable brain sensing headband that measure our brainwave and sends the feedback to an app on our personal device. I love my Muse because it transform my meditation practice. I wear it daily for my 10 minute session in the morning and it coaches me through my practice by giving me real time feedback on what's happening in my brain and helping me refocus during my meditation. I love this partnership with Muse because it brings the tool to the first timer and it helps expand the practice of the more advanced meditator. So it's time for you to get your Muse on and learn to calm your mind through meditation. And here's the thing, as a listener of the Going to Beyond the Food show, you get 15% off of the purchase of your Muse. To take advantage of this offer, simply go to Stephanie Dodier dot com forward slash muse. And again, the URL is stephaniedodzie.com forward slash muse and register through this URL to get 15% off. So join me in my 10 minutes meditation practice every morning and get our muse on and go beyond the food together. We need to learn to soothe ourselves in a different way than with food. And there comes my solution, my formula. It's called the Crave Cure Formula. It is a four-step process that use the very ancient technique of a breathing to actually soothe your emotion. Emotions are just energy. And the best way to soothe energy wave or emotion waves is through breath. The Crave Cure formula is explained in detail in the Crave Cure guide. And again, the link to the free, it's a free ebook for the Crave Cure guide, stephaniedoze.com slash 124. You will get the link for the Crave Cure guide in that location will be in the show note. You just submit your first name and your email address. And within five minutes, I'll send you that Crave Cure guide. And there's an in detail, very detailed approach to the Crave Cure formula. It's a four-step process. It's breath-centered. It's about breathing and feeling, feeling that emotional hunger and with your breath to dissolve it. And in my experience and on my program, 80% of the students who use the Crave Cure formula, that simple basic breath exercise, dissolve their emotional craving 80% of the time. So much better than suppressing, much better than giving in, quote unquote, all the time. So I would highly encourage you to go get your Crave Cure guide, which includes the Crave Cure formula if you haven't yet done so. So there you have it. Emotional hunger versus physical hunger. You now know the eight signs, which by the way, are also included in the Crave Cure Guide. You have this little cutout that you can take out and post somewhere physically around you so you can know the signs. So you will be easily able to differentiate the two, then use the Crave Cure formula and that's going to dissolve your emotional eating. If you feel that this can be of any help 
or impact any other women in your life, I ask you to share this episode with that particular person in your life. The Beyond the Food movement starts with you because we're going against the food industry, the diet industry. It is an underground movement and it requires you to get the message around. I hope you enjoy the show. And I just want to remind you that we had a absolutely classic, powerful episode in show 123 with my muse, Janine Roth. She's an amazing author. And we talk about the I'm broken syndrome and how we can get ourselves over that. So if you haven't listened yet to episode 123, I highly recommend that you go back, download it and listen to it. It is very powerful. I love you and I look forward to hang out with you in the next episode. Did you know that nine out of 10 women are struggling with their relationship to food? Overeating, emotional eating, binging and craving are real. Clearly the solution we have been taught aren't working. I believe to have food freedom, it means that we must learn to have a relationship with our hunger so we can finally be at peace with food and eat normally without guilt or shame, which is why I wrote the Crave Cure Guide. I want to show you how to have a completely different relationship with food so that you can be in control of what you eat, achieve your goal, and be the powerful woman you were meant to be. The best part is this book and the step-by-step process is absolutely free. To receive your free copy, simply go to stephaniedodzier.com forward slash guide and we can get started right now.